you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons limited series. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. On this episode, we track down Sona, get revenge for the Nora, and take on our first bandit camp. This is episode 6 of Lightkeeper Protocol. Welcome to Lightkeeper Protocol, a podcast about our journey through Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon Forbidden West. I am Jarrett, but you can call me Ja, and I am here with Christina, also known as Pop-Tart. Hello, hello. And uh, before we get started, I'd like to welcome any new listeners, and also welcome back any returning listeners, and we invite you guys to join our Discord, which is at mash.gg slash Discord, where you you can come and talk about Horizons, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn or Horizon Forbidden West uh, with us. Uh, give us your thoughts and opinions or just come and talk about the show. All right, so let's do a quick recap of last episode. Uh, we successfully protected Mother's Watch from our first Corruptor. We gained the ability to override machines. And we started our journey as a seeker heading out the gates of the Embrace for the, for the second time, but this time for the long haul. And now we are headed to the massacre site of the war party. So um, this, I think for for me, this is the part of the game where I actually had to start managing my resources. Like I had to start like getting rid of stuff or disassembling stuff because I had just way too much stuff. Did you, did you have that problem? I don't think so. Cause I've been upgrading my bags. I think the only problem I've been having issues with is the, that little upgrade pieces i keep running out of space for that the upgrade pieces like like the the for your slots like the things that you put in your weapons and your gear and stuff oh the modifications yeah okay. there we go that word yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, okay so you're running out of modifications okay i got you i, I just have just so I, I have the collect all like problem. Like I won't like sort through stuff and just get, I'll just take everything and I have too much of everything at that point. See, I do too, but I think the big difference between you and me is I'm a little baby and like you just go <laughs> head first into <laughs> everything. So I just kill everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, I think it wouldn't be as bad if they made it easier to drop or disassemble several several resources at the same time. Like as it stands right now, I'm pretty sure you just have to select the one and you select how many you want to destroy or drop or disassemble and then you do it and you have to do it for every single item in your inventory. And the thing that sucks is I did drop a few of the like the really crappy ones to pick up a good one. I didn't realize they drop them all around your feet. So I drop all these things and then I go to pick up the new one and I'm like, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and getting the extra bag space only helps for a little bit because then at that point once you fill up that extra bag space like well great now i have like three or four more rows that i have to actually you know keep keep track of so hopefully in forbidden west they came up with a better inventory system i hope hopefully so yeah but uh, yeah, I mean, so we, we make it to the, the massacre site and, you know, Aloy investigates the scene with the help of the focus. And, you know, you clearly see a couple things. There's just a ton of dead machines there. They had a corruptor there, which they used to take over more machines. And according to Aloy, she said that, you know, they must have, you know, basically sent these machines over in a stampede to, you know, trap the Braves. Or or hurt the Braves, or actually kill the Braves. Let's be honest; it was a it was a massacre. It's called a massacre site for a reason. And uh, shortly after Aloy arrives there, a Brave named Dran shows up behind her, and he was there when the ambush happened. But he he lived thanks to Sona's leadership because, just I guess as a as a recap, Sona was supposed to lead the whole war party, you know, to to catch up with the Kellers. But you know, she got caught up doing something else, or I think she got delayed. Uh, and, uh, you know, so there were a couple of braves or a group of braves that were just, no, they wanted to go right now. So they went and they triggered the trap and then boom, they died, but not Dran. 
uh, Dran survived, but he is hurt, so he says he's not much use to Sona. She sent him back to report and to let people know that she's still trying to find the killers because, you know, she, I'm sure she only has a few braves with her, right? You know, at least half, at least half the war party got massacred. So she's running a low staff. I'm surprised he came, came back to that point. Like, I know there's a town right there, I guess, that he can go to. Um, but don't you think that something might be waiting for you? Like, there is a bunch of enemies in that area. Like, what if something got missed? Like, I don't know. I just don't think that's a smart idea to go right back to the place where all these people just got killed. Well, I mean, the Braves are trackers, right? Like, maybe he was going along the way and saw that somebody had gone back into that area. So he decided to check it out. True, but he's just injured. So I'm like... Maybe he should mind his business. Right. <laughs> like, he's going to get himself killed. Yeah, well, luckily, it's just Aloy. Um, he did tell Aloy that Sona and her group found the trail of the killers, but they keep getting, you know, coming across corrupted machines, so they keep having to fight those and he does tell Aloy the last place he saw Sona was near a metal tower southeast of the ruins at Devil's Thirst. So he heads to Embrace and you go to find uh, that place that he just talked about. And there's a decent amount of ground between where you are and that place. So obviously there's a... There's a, a, a actually, you, do, you know what? You get a scenery change because you go from like those open fields and hilly areas to... Uh, basically places that were, you know, broken down buildings and overgrown and, you know, stuff like that. But it's still pretty, it still looks pretty cool. Like, it looks it actually kind of looks like The Last of Us, to be honest with you. It felt very jungly to me in those areas, in the newer newer area, I guess. Uh, I can see that, yeah. Because it's super overgrown. You don't see, like, I guess, foliage, whatever. In foliage. Foliage. I was trying to say foil edge. <laughs> foil edge. <laughs> foil edge. Well, I, I don't know what that is, but I know what foil edge is. <laughs> <I was in laughs> foliage is. She got me messed up now. Oops. Yeah. But you do. So this, is, this place is actually more vertical because, you know, there's a lot of broken buildings, uh, which you can climb in or climb on street lights and bus stops, things like that. I don't know. It's, I think it's still more like it is definitely overgrown. Uh, I felt it still it still felt more forest like to me. But I, I do see what you're saying. There is a jungle jungle area though. Like Ooh. I think it's um southwest of the map if I remember correctly. So there's actually a jungly area that you'll you'll go ahead and, and get to explore. Uh, but you, you do come across. I, actually, before I go. There is one spot from the intro video with Rost that you go past in this area. Did you see it? The place I, with the statues? I didn't, no. Yeah, like if you if you if you actually had like if you look at the the video, the intro video again on YouTube or something like that, there is like these statues in that area of the map. That's what I was talking about. I was like, that's really far away from where <laughs> they were going. So that that's where the stuff is. Uh but yeah, so in this area we come across the, the first tall neck. Well, it probably I, I'm pretty sure it's your first tall neck cuz yeah, cuz even if you go across to like let's say you did a seeker at the gates first, like the first tall neck over there is actually pretty far off still. Uh so yeah. No, I haven't seen another tall neck. That's the only one I've seen. And I did that because I was very curious on what it was because you get that signal kind of very early on where it's like, what is that signal? What is it coming from? So I was really curious about what it was. Yeah. So it's a tall neck. You can hear it first if you don't see it. That scared me so much because they were like sawtooths or scrappers or a bigger machine, like two of them in the area. And I'm yeah. hearing like this big crunching and I'm like, oh, my God, is that them? And I don't realize or I didn't realize that when your focus is on, the machines are louder because you're focused. Yeah. So I was like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. So they, there's the, the, the tall necks are like you can see like giraffes, but I would say much taller than that. 
<laughs> like, you know, more yeah. like a stegosaurus, like more like a dinosaur style machine. And, uh, you know, Aloy can climb to the top of them and override them. And basically that opens up your area map. That's how you unlock areas of the map. And honestly, the key is to find a place high enough that will allow you to jump on the neck so you can climb to the head. That's usually the challenge of getting on the tall neck. Because, you know, once you get on the tall neck, there's a, there is a bit of platforming. Uh, you know, or actually the climbing, not plat- platforming, but the climbing. And it's a little different on each one, you know. Uh, but that's not really the challenge. The challenge is getting to the neck in the first place. I'm trying to think. I think the most annoying one I had to deal with was actually in the DLC in the Frozen Wilds. Because to get, I remember having to get to it was kind of a pain. But usually with the Tall Necks, it's like, you know, it's not by itself. There's other machines around, or at least in the area. So and this one was easy. It's just a little a group of watchers, and you climb up, and you get onto the Tall Neck's head. And then you get to do that ridiculous drop she does where she jumps off first and then throws the grapple. I know it looks cool, but it's still ridiculous. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel, What if that gets stuck on your shirt? Then you're just falling right on your back <laughs> on the ground. You're dead. Like, that's it. Your spine's going to snap. Like, ugh. I get yeah. so many issues with that. I, I was scared to jump on it at first because... I had to go up like a brave trail for something and I fell off like five times and I'm like, I'm going to (laughs) die, but I was fine. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, this it's, it's actually pretty cool. The first time, actually it's pretty cool. Every time you, you, you you do a tall neck, I think there's like four or five of them. I can't remember. Uh, But now at at this point, you've seen a bunch of machines, you know what I'm saying? But uh, you can see that each machine kind of has purpose, right? Except the striders. I have no idea what they're supposed to be doing. To be perfectly honest with you, but you have like the grazers, right? And they graze the grass, which helps keep the grass low, but it also turns the grass into blaze. So that was that, that has some purpose there. The scrappers, they break down broken, you know, broken machines, like, you know, basically destroyed machines and recycle their parts. And then tall necks, they, they have like a communications array, right? Like they communicate everything they see to the machines in the area. And then they also enable communication between machines over long distances. So that's what they do. These machines definitely have a purpose. Um, oh, there is something else. Like, um, not far from the tall neck, there's a vantage point, And it confirms that you're in Colorado. Did you get that vantage point? Oh, I might not have. Yeah, like, it, it's a, the vantage point is called Colorado Springs. Yes. There's actually two. There's two vantage points. I think we're going to talk about in this episode that kind of that did that 100 confirm that you're in Colorado. Because I only got day two and day three. Uh, well, yeah, because this is. I'm pretty sure this is day three. I thought day three oh. was Colorado Springs. No, no, day three is at the um camp, the Bandit Camp. You're right. Uh, I think I think day three is at the Bandit Camp. I don't remember where it was. Was it the museum? It was a school, I think. It could have been a museum. He was talking about vandalizing it. Yeah, that's the museum. Oh, okay. That's okay. That's, that's at the bandit camp. So, but uh, yeah, so that's it's it's Colorado Springs. That's that's where this area of the map is. Is Colorado Springs? Now, how accurate that is to real life, I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. I mean, are there metal dinosaurs? Running around in Colorado. Yeah, I have nothing to market by. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, but yeah, definitely in Colorado, thanks to that vantage point. So, uh, you do make it to the area that someone has run a told you about. She finds a camp and she can see that Braves are like crafting ammo. There's like a freshly skinned rabbit. So, she knows she's not far behind, but she also knows that some of the Braves are wounded. So, she, she can see that, right? So, she follows the trail of blood. Because the focus loves a good trail of blood, apparently, uh, at least at this point in the game. And so the, the trail has some climbing involved. And I'm like, that's pretty impressive for some people who are bleeding out, obviously. If I could follow a trail of blood to them, I'm like, that's pretty impressive. Uh, but um, you end up running into, into some corrupted machines on the way there. So you're definitely on the right trail. And Aloy, she finds a destroyed sawtooth and decides to check it out. And while she's checking it out, another sawtooth starts to stalk Aloy, but she knows that it's there. So, you know, she she does a little fake, like she's not going to turn around. She turns around at the last second and she was about to shoot it. But then a single arrow like comes out of nowhere 
<laughs> and knocks it off the cliff. But it was actually a pretty cool scene. You're lucky I happened by. One heartbeat more, and that sawtooth would have torn you apart. Half a heartbeat more, and I would have killed it myself. Uh, so you're War Chief Sona? Varl asked me to find you. Has he held the gate? He has, bravely. I saw him kill a corrupted machine himself. But he worries for you. Our tribe needs strength, not sentiment. I've tracked some of the killers who struck the Proving. I crave vengeance. Do you? You have no idea. Show me then. Lend me your strength. Follow. So the person who shot that arrow was Sona. And she says, tells Aloy that one more heartbeat in the sawtooth could have torn her apart or something to that effect. And Aloy's like, I only needed half a heartbeat. Bam. <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> Aloy tells Sona, I have it written here, Sony. Thanks, autocorrect. <laughs> <laughs> so Aloy tells Sona that Varl asked her to, uh, asked, asked her, you know, Aloy to find Sona. Uh, and just in case she forgot over the last episode, Sona is, is Varl's mom. And, uh, you know, Sona was actually mostly concerned with, about Varl holding the gate. You know, she, that's the first question she asked. Like, is he holding the gate? And, you know, Aloy tells her, yeah, but, you know. She said, you know, she tells that Varl worries and Sona is like, ah, we don't need sentiment. We need strength. You know, so she's everything you expected her to be based on the conversations with uh, Varl and, uh, oh man, his sister. What was her name? Vala. Vala. Yes. Vala. Yeah. Yeah. So um, she asked Aloy if she craves vengeance and, you know, Aloy was like, absolutely. And then asks for her help. So. You follow Sona, and she tells you that the killers are at a dig site, and they're digging up more corruptors. And Aloy tells Sona that she killed one of Mother's Watch, and Sona's like, ah, it's a bold claim. We'll see if you live up to it. So Sona's not really truly convinced that Aloy is, is what, she's, what she's cracked up to be. You know, so you just got to show her real quick. You'll have plenty of opportunities in this quest to show her that you are the real deal. So, go ahead. So, you saying that, because I... I was watching another video where they're like, yeah, they're digging up corruptors. Do they, the corruptors come from the ground? Yeah, the corruptors are buried underground. So, oh man, I can't, I can't get into okay. it. We have okay, to get into it later. That's yeah, fine, like, that's fine. <laughs> so yeah, like the corruptors are buried underground. It will become obvious why they're buried underground or why they're found underground. You know, a lot of the stuff from the metal world is found underground. And there's a reason for that. So, yeah, I don't, don't want to get into it. Not going to trip me up this episode, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, so they're digging up the, the corruptors. And you get to the site. So, they, you know, she set up an ambush. It's just, you know, I think someone says something like they outnumber us, but we have fury on our side or something like that. And they always like, eh, maybe that's not the best plan. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, so Aloy does note that there is blaze in the site and accused it to cause explosions. And she also asks Sona to let her make an approach. And if she gets caught, then attack. So in this situation, you can completely stealth it if you want to. Uh, or, you know, you can go out. And if you go out, the other braves will help out. Like, did you stealth it or did you go out? So I tried to stealth it. This is the first time going to any kind of like um camp or anything so i did very bad (laughs) (laughs) um but i did try to shoot like the blaze canisters like as many as i could and then i couldn't see anymore and i'm like all right i guess i'll go in Uh, it was before i was like actually using the stealth takedowns which i should have been using a lot more yeah but it helps (laughs) i'm learning it's fine it took a yeah. really long time, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like, I... So, the, the dig site is comprised of, like, three different enemies, humans, watchers, and the scrappers that are in the actual dig site. And I definitely killed the scrappers with the blaze, because you can blow up the blaze, and as long as you don't blow it up consecutively, like, you know, with your fire arrows, it'll alert enemies, and they're like, what's that? But if you hit another one while the they're alerted, then they'll instantly know where you are. 
So I saw, I did get rid of the stalkers that way, but I killed I pretty anything anybody that was on that top level got stealth, including the watchers, the corrupted watchers. So I just didn't want to deal with the corrupted stalkers because like playing on hard, they hit hard. <laughs> you know, they, they, you know, and there's actually not that much like uh health in that area. So no no thanks. Um but actually the guys with the arrows have blaze on their back. So the mm-hmm. people who shoot arrows at you, you can also light them on fire and the blaze will blow up. I think that was the first thing I did by accident. Like, I didn't realize the blaze was attached to a person. So I saw the green canister and I shot it. And then this dude is just like, oh, God, I'm on fire. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is kind of. <laughs> woo. And then he died. Yeah, yeah well, better him than you. So. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, you can approach it differently. If you, well, actually, then you saw if you go loud. So, actually, I don't know if you noticed it when you went loud, but when you go loud, you just see all the other Braves like hop on the zip lines and zip mm-hmm. line down and making a bunch of noise. <laughs> you know, so that part's kind of cool if you do go like loud toward, well, yeah, I kind of went loud toward the end. Um, but yeah, that was good. But yeah, after you kill, uh, clear the site, Aloy talks to Sona again. This wasn't all the killers. I counted more at the war party massacre. If I have to chase their filthy shadows from here to Spears Reach, I will. You're hurt. Losing blood. My health is not your concern. No one doubts your determination, but you need rest. She's right, War Chief. Give your wounds time to close. Val! What are you doing here? I ordered you to hold that gate with your life. And so I did, until the runner you sent returned with news of his encounter with Aloy and your location. I left the gate well guarded. My place is here, with you, with our vengeance. Am I not owed that? Uh, maybe I should have a look around, see if I can figure out where the rest of the killers are. Do as you wish. Everyone else does. Mother... So she notes that there were more killers at the massacre, and Aloy told her that Sona should rest, and Sona gets, like, a bit snappy with her, <laughs> you know? Uh, she doesn't like being told what to do. But then Varl appears, and he agrees with Aloy that, Aloy, that you know, Sona should, you know, rest. And she's kind of pissed that because she told him to guard the gate, and he's like, well, this place is there, and he left the gate well guarded. So Aloy, she goes to look for clues as to where the killers may be. And Sona, like, did you, like, did you catch what she said when she's, you know, she's like, well, you can do what you want. Everybody else does. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have that written down here because I'm like, that's such a mom moment. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So do you, like, you, you don't get too much out of Sona. She does talk to Varl a little bit differently, a little bit differently than she does everybody else. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh. You know, while you're looking at the dick site, Aloy finds a recording from one of the killers. It talks about there being a base at the Ring of Metal and also explains they have a stockpile of the blaze there. So it just basically gives the whole plot away right there. Right. Something that I noticed, too, and it was like the second time that I watched the video back is the person that's talking is called an Eclipse officer. I don't know what that means, but... That's going to be big later. Uh, there's like a bunch of sun stuff happening. So it's... <laughs> there she goes. She's putting the pieces together. There, That's the yeah. uh, subtitle <laughs> spoiling the game for you. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that th- he is called an eclipse officer. That's that's what he is. <laughs> but like I said, you'll get into that later. Trust me. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so Aloy, she thinks that they can use that, that stockpile of blaze their advantage and she goes back to talk to Sona and Varl again. I found something. The rest of the killers are camped inside a ring of metal. Any idea what that means? Damn them. The ring of metal lies in the ruins of Devil's Grief. That ground is taboo. I will return to the matriarchs, beg them to make an exception. There's no time for that. Blood spilled calls for blood spilled. If the ground is cursed, then let our vengeance sanctify it. You blaspheme. Please, War Chief, break the taboo. Devil's grief is a cursed place. But 
Maybe Aloy's secret blessing can protect us. I'll send scouts ahead. Our force will assemble at the cliff above Red Echoes, and launch our attack from there. Sounds like a plan. See you there. So Sona says, you know, she says the Ring of Metal is cursed, and she wants to go back and talk to the matriarchs to get uh, permission, basically, to go there because it's cursed. And Aloy doesn't think there's enough time, and Varl, he just doesn't care. He just wants to go, right? He wants vengeance. And, you know, Sona says, well, maybe Aloy's secret blessing will protect us while they're there. And she sends scouts ahead and tells Aloy to meet them at the cliffs around Red Echoes. And that's what they're, they're, they're going to launch their attack from there. If she actually went back and talked to the matriarchs, I don't think the matriarchs would have allowed them to go. You think so? I don't think so. I don't think they would have allowed them to go. Because they're back at the mountain singing hymns right now. Right. And, and <laughs> stepping more on tainted land is not going to, to them, be helpful. Exactly. Like, look at, think about how Tirsa reacted when Aloy talked smack about the door. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that they would have actually let them go. So, yeah, that would have just been that. Like, and, you know, Varl would have been super pissed about that because he wants vengeance, you know? I think Varl and Aloy would have gone regardless. Oh, yeah, you're probably right about that. Aloy probably, well, Aloy well, definitely would have won. Right. Yeah, she can. She is completely allowed. Varl may have uh, followed her. So I think that, I think you're right about that. So, but that actually completes the War Chief's trail. That's the end of that quest. And then we start the next quest, the Revenge of the Nora. So there's actually a pretty good distance between, uh, <laughs> between, where that quest ends and then Revenge of the Nora picks up. So obviously if you're playing the game, you're not going to run from one place to another. But for the sake of the, the line, we're going to just jump from one place to the next. So yeah, the, around there's a camp where they want you to go. And around that camp, there are two sawtooths. You totally don't have to fight them. You can go around them. But I have to pick a fight with every big machine I see. <laughs> see, I didn't fight them. See, this is like I said, this is how we're different. I, I I have to pick one because if I if I ride past the big machine, you know I'll ride past it, and in the back of my mind I just hear a voice: "Why are you even playing this game, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you know, why are you even playing the game? Go get the machine." I turn around and I go fight it. So yeah, I end up fighting those two uh, and cleared them out. I basically, you know, I, I take their uh, I take the existence of big machines personally. So I gotta kill them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so once you make it to the cliffs. Um, you talk with Varl and Sona. Devil's grief. Foreboding sight, huh? Don't you ever wonder what it used to look like? Back when the old ones lived here? You're not like other Nora. That's what they tell me. Warchief? Our scouts found enemy camps in the ruins, guarding the approach to the Ring of Metal. Then we should hit those camps first. Make sure they stay quiet. Agreed. Wipe out the camps, and our animes in the Ring of Metal won't see us coming. I'll take out the alarms. We'll send braves to each camp to lie in wait. Would you start? They'll help finish. So Aloy, she's looking in the distance at the ruins, and Varl, he tells her the name. I think the, the name of the ruins were Devil's Grief. Mm -hmm. And Aloy, she says she wonders what it looked like before, and Varl is like, you're not like other Nora, because other Nora do not care what it looks like before. You know, it was, it's, it's corrupted thinking that made it in the first place, right? Right. Um, they are a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A blight to all mother. <laughs> you know, those, those ruins. So, um, Sona, she tells you that there are enemy camps in the ruins. Oh, I'm sorry. Sona approaches and Varl is the one who says that there are enemy camps on the way to the uh, Ring of Metal. And Aloy and Sona agree that the camp should get hit first. And Aloy says she'll take out the alarms. And Varl says there'll be braves there waiting to help. So, you know, Aloy, she heads off to take care of the alarms. And as you're leaving, in the background, you can hear Sona giving, like, a speech. And it starts with something like, it's time to fight, maybe time to die. And I'm <laughs> like, that's a horrible way to start that speech. <laughs> yeah. So she's hardcore, man. Sona's oh, like yeah. super hardcore. You can tell in her voice she's uh, she's seen some stuff. 
Absolutely. I was, she's a war chief for the reason, for a reason, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah, she's like, time to fight, maybe time to die. Get excited, <laughs> get hyped. <laughs> you know, so um, the camps, there's three camps, and each camp consists of, I think each one consists of like a couple watchers and some humans. Uh, after you destroy the alarm at the camp, you can stay stealth or go out. Actually, probably before you destroy the alarm. I'm just thinking about like the bandit camps, which we're going to talk about later, where if you don't destroy the alarm for the bandit camp, it could lead to more people coming. So I don't know in this case, because I've never failed it. I've never had somebody activate an alarm. So I don't know if you fail the mission, if the alarm is activated or not. I was going to ask the same thing because I didn't deactivate the Like that wasn't like the first thing that I tried to do. Um, and I didn't even deactivate it in, in one or two of the camps because I just killed everyone instead. I just stealthed it like the whole time. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't even think, think that option that you could just kill everybody and there'd be nobody to pull the alarm. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Look at you 9,000 IQ play. <laughs> I was doing stealth kills this time. I've learned. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, but yeah, like I, I would have expected. I thought you were going to say, yeah, I tried to shoot somebody and the alarm went off. So like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. None of the alarms. I haven't had any of the alarms go off in any of the camps that I've done. Oh, great. There's not that many that I've done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, as I was thinking of, I was like, oh, that's good. I'm thinking back. Right. I'm pretty sure there's only one bandit camp. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, so I destroyed the alarm. Actually, the alarm was one of the first things I would destroy each time. And then I would attack after the fact. Like by the time I destroyed the alarm, I was probably, in, I was getting impatient. So I didn't stealth the whole thing. I just go out and the braves would just pop up and, you know, start attacking with you. So it helps you clear the area a bit faster. So, but one thing I didn't notice about the camps is that they don't appear to be just like lookouts. The enemies, like if you just pay attention to what they're doing, they're mining for something. They're looking for stuff. Like I, I would imagine any type of old tech to help them in whatever their goal is at right. this point. I mean, right. they do have like the the dugouts, I guess, for some of the camps too. So that way you can have, um, I guess more advanced like i couldn't shoot anything in the i think the third camp because they were like all below oh yeah that's why this blaze down there i'm pretty sure oh yeah yeah there is too (laughs) yeah she shoot the blaze and let nature take its course (laughs) i tried to there's a lot of times where i tried to stealth and i'll talk about another time in a second but and it just either didn't work or i did it and they're like oh no a body and then people were concerned for like two minutes and they're like never mind i don't care (laughs) <laughs> yeah i love that about games <laughs> that's that that should make you pull the alarm right there that's what i'm saying that's why it made it easier to stealth i could just kill someone and then just their body's just there it's not like you have an option to move it and then yeah they're like oh fred's dead oh man that sucks and they just go about their business like <laughs> What is that, an arrow? Man, that came out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, you know, um, after you finish the the camps off, um, you can meet Varl and and Sona near the Ring of Metal. The camps have been dealt with. Now to the Ring of Metal. Its high walls protect the enemy. We'll have to scale the height under fire if we're detected. I have another idea. Their base has a weakness. Send me in alone, and I'll exploit it. If I'm successful, I'll blow a hole in those walls big enough for the entire war party to charge through. Sounds like a plan. So long as I get to come with you. A war chief should be grateful for two arrows so eager to spring from the bow. Yes, Varl. Go with Aloy as her spearmate, but... Be vigilant. Yes, War Chief. I will. Go now. We wait on your signal. So Sona notes that the the high there's high walls around. I mean, obviously it's a ring of metal, right? And so there's there's high walls that guard them. It's a great defensive spot. And um, she says the Braves are going to have to scale them. And if they get caught, possibly under fire. And once again, Aloy is like, man, you're not even thinking this really through. So uh, she Aloy suggests that she that Aloy goes in alone and exploit a weakness that will blow a hole in the wall. 
So this isn't something that she's told Sona or Varl yet. And at first I was kind of like, why? But then it kind of makes sense, right? Because she has the focus, so therefore she's able to listen to those recordings. They have never seen anything like that before. They've never seen a focus before. It's like technology that, technically speaking, Nora aren't supposed to be dealing with, right? Um, you know, Rost was kind of cool with it, but, you know, Sona's the war chief. She might kill you over that, <laughs> you know? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was confused about that, though, because they were like, how do you know there's a weakness or whatever? And I'm like, didn't she say that? And then I had to rewatch it. And she just talks about like, oh, they're in the ring of metal. Yeah, she didn't tell them about the stockpile of blades. Right. But then how did she hear about that? Like even her just walking up and saying, oh, they're at this place called the ring of metal. Like she has no idea what it is. They know she doesn't know what it is. Where did you get that information? That is true. They didn't ask her, like, because when she brought up the Ring of Metal, she was like, oh, yeah, the Ring of Metal is a corrupted, is a corrupted place. Right? And yeah. she just like, it just went. So that you're 100% correct. They didn't ask her, how did you know that? Right. So she could have talked about the Blaze, I guess. They believed her about the first thing. <laughs> yeah, so, but it is funny because, well, I, actually, I'll bring that up in a minute. But Varl, he agrees that, you know, Aloy going in alone, oh, you know, sending in just one person, uh, not the whole group, or I would say maybe not scaling the wall is a good idea, you know, uh, and then trying to look for this exploit that that's the best move, but you know, he wants to go with Aloy, and Sona agrees, and she's happy, she, she seems happy that two of the Braves, like she's like, you know, I forget, I forget her exact word, but basically are forward thinking or or anxious to 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 you know get into this fight but her voice does not change at all <laughs> while she's while she's saying that which is funny i do like to see the tone change for her from when Farl was first like i'm gonna help and she's like no and then he like i guess proved himself a little bit more showed like hey mom i'm not gonna get killed like let me go and she's like yeah sure fine yeah, and she even tells, like, she says, you know, be vigilant. She tells Varl specifically to be vigilant. She does not tell that to Aloy. So that's definitely, like, her tone changes there, too. So that's definitely, like, a mom thing. So I think they did a, a pretty good job with keeping Sona strong, but also kind of showing that, you know, that that's her that's her son, you know. And she already lost her daughter. She doesn't want to lose her son there. So, but um, there is another vantage point there, like, in that area. If you look, uh, if you go straight up in that building, there's a vantage point there, and it shows that the Ring of Metal used to be Denver Stadium. Oh, how did I miss that vantage point? <laughs> do you have the vantage point map? I, I do. I do. <laughs> I could have just been so involved where I just didn't want to deviate at all. I don't know. Or not paid attention. Yeah, like, uh, actually, you know the funny thing? When I'm watching my playthrough, right, I did the first two camps, and then I didn't even do the third camp, like, right away. I would I went around that entire area and hit every single, f um, the campfires, yes. Yeah, so I don't know why my you brain just, of, you, <laughs> you can think of fire, but not campfire. <laughs> campfire. It's, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. It's been a week. <laughs> it's been a week. But because I was like going around doing that, I saw the vantage point. I just went and got it real quick. And then I did the third camp and then I came all the way back to that same exact place. But yeah, it's right above where you talk to them. And it shows that that, that the ring of fire used to be a stadium. It was Denver stadium. So it makes sense. Um, now, how close Denver Stadium is to Colorado Springs? Once again, I don't know how <laughs> actually accurate that is. But uh, so Aloy and Varl, they infiltrate the, the ring of metal. While they're on the way, though, they have like a little back and forth. Varl's like, you have a plan, right? Because she still did not tell them about the blaze at this point. She just says she does it as a weakness. And Varl, and she's like, oh, I thought you trusted me, Varl. And he's like, yeah, you, you know, you said you have a weakness. And he brings up the facts. Like, how do you know that they have a weakness? But she's just like, you'll see. And I'm thinking to myself, I was like, I don't know. I don't just want to see. I kind of want some wanna... proof before I go into this dangerous situation. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just, so. it's so weird. I talked about this before, like the duality of like, she is either still like, oh, you're still an outcast or like, we trust you with our lives. You're a savior, right? 
So like, right. it's so weird to see. And I don't think they care either way that, you know, she's the seeker or whatever. They just want to get their vengeance. So it's just so weird to see how trusting they are of her right out the gate. Some of them are like, right. actually, to be honest with you, the, the last person that was really like mean to her was Resh, right? But like, that's just the way he is. Everybody else seems to be pretty nice to, to, to Aloy. So, cause she's a brave now, you know, not to mention she saved all those people. So it helps. True. Uh, so, yeah. So they do, they, they get into, um, they get into the ring of metal, they infiltrate it, and then they tag team a couple enemies. Well, once they get to an opening, Aloy can see where the blaze stockpile is. And then she tells Varl all the plan. She's like, you see that? I'm going to blow that up. It's going to go boom. It's going to kill all the corruptors. Cause this is some sleeping corruptors in the area. Or deactivate a corruptor, I should say. And she says they're going to blow up the corruptors and it's going to blow a hole through the wall. And then that's when everybody comes in. He's like, okay, cool. I'm going to go back and tell Sona. So that's he. So now you're by yourself. Now, inside the Ring of Metal, I would definitely say, even for me, it is best to stealth this area. I am curious what happens if you manage to kill everybody or everything first. Because then there's nothing for the Braves to fight. I am curious, but when I played the game originally and this time, I, I just stealthed, stealthed until I got to the blaze. I'm going to I'm gonna have to Google that because I'm, I'm interested because I was like, there's no way I'm too fresh at this game. There's no way I'm going to be able to fight my way out. I messed up really badly. I had to try to do this twice. So first dude that you see below, there's like the red grass that you can walk in. He has like the, yeah. the canister on his back. I'm like, I don't want to blow him up. I don't want people to be alert. So I'm going to go over and stealth him. The stupid stealth button only works as he pulls his axe backwards. So and I didn't realize that just because you're not quite on the same level. So I went to stealth him and I just slapped him instead. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> so I just like run to the canisters to blow them up. And like I as I was blowing them up, I got axed and I died. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Like I, I stealth that guy. I think he's the only. No, I killed the second person along the way, but. There's a lot of enemies in the area. The most concerning part of that area is that corrupted uh, bellback. There's a corrupted mm -hmm. fire bellback in the area. If he wasn't there, I probably would have tried to kill more enemies. What I didn't want to happen is I, it, it's like kind of an open area as well, right? So there's lots of line of sight for the enemies to see each other. So what I didn't want to happen is try to stealth a bunch of enemies, get caught, and then now I got a fire bellback on me. Right. You know? A corrupted fire battle back on me with all these enemies and it's just me. It's not a good. It's not a good time. So I killed that first guy. That guy that you're talking about. I killed the second guy as I was almost getting to the blaze because somebody's path comes through like some of the tall grass, and oh, okay. um, it's never a good idea to walk tall grass in a video game. And because <laughs> uh, I was there, <laughs> so I, I killed him. And once you get in line of sight of the blaze, you don't even have to get close to it. You just have to get in line of sight of the blaze and you can hit it with a fire arrow and blow it up. And it does blow up those corruptors. And thankfully, because there are three of them, that would suck. And then uh, the Nora charged through and the real fighting begins. So um, with all the other Braves there. It's very easy to concentrate on the machines at this point because those like the like the bell back for sure comes straight to you like that corrupted battle back comes right to you and it's really pretty easy to not i want to say well, honestly it's pretty easy to to kill it but man i always misjudge the blast radius of blowing up those balloons <laughs> always no like, way. i dude i had to be a good 30 to 40 feet away from one of these things and i blow it up and she just gets blown away and loses like a quarter of her health i'm like wow like that seems like i shouldn't have gotten <laughs> hit that far <laughs> so uh yeah but i mean how'd you once the fighting started what uh how'd you handle that i died again <laughs> really <laughs> yeah i just was trying to grasp i guess the idea of where everything was. It was like nighttime or something. So I just, there's so much going on. I was expecting less people to be there. There's a lot. Um, I was also frustrated because after I severely, royally messed up 
the stealth. It took two minutes for the game to load back in. Really? Do you have what kind of hard drive do you have it on? A, uh, um, the M.2. But it, it wow. wasn't it wasn't that. I don't know what it was. I was about to actually restart my game, like completely turn it off. I was like, oh, God, I'm going to lose all this progress. And when I tabbed out and tabbed back in, it loaded. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah. Um, so I was already upset about that. I wasn't expecting that much fighting. So, yeah, I died the first time. <laughs> but I did focus on the big fire boy right away i didn't get hit by it but i feel like i stand like max distance like i don't let that thing (laughs) (laughs) nowhere near me (laughs) so i mean i was out of its range because it does its attack where it blows fire and then turns into 360 Mm -hmm. and i was out of the range of that by a decent amount and i'm just kind of like why am i still getting hit by 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 the fire like it's it's kind of this is difficult well i mean not difficult but it's i don't understand it so I, I i was just misunderstanding that one thing I did notice about this area, and I only noticed it playing the video back, is that when a lot of fighting is going on, when there's a lot going on in the game, the game actually slows down. Like, a, like I haven't seen, I haven't seen a um, single player title do that before. I've seen multiplayer titles do that. Like Eve Online is notorious for doing that. Like when they get like a server full of people in one fight it slows the game down and then and then starts doing like calculations and how people are like doing in the game <laughs> like you know but this like i I noticed i'm watching the video I'm like is something wrong with my playback like why does she, she like she feels like she's like running slower than normal and i was like no it's, it's running at the right speed and she is running slower than normal but i did not notice that when i was actually playing the game yeah i didn't notice that at all i mean there's so much going on in that moment so another thing, like when I played it is when the first game first came out and there were performance issues with the game itself. By now, I think they fixed most of those performance issues. So you may not have actually even felt that, you know, like the extra load was gone. I mean, so, I had an extra load, but that was something different. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, after the fighting is over, Varl and Sona, they give a little speech. All mother, look upon our victory. A debt of blood is paid. Remember this day, brave Nora. From your lips to the goddess's ears. Yes, remember it. Be ready to leave this place. Let your spears and arrows rest in the bodies of the fallen. They are tainted like these ruins. So I like how Varl, you know, Varl was like, oh, the debt of blood is paid. You should remember this day. And someone was like, yeah, remember this day. Also, remember to leave your arrows and spears behind because they're tainted now. <laughs> that was, I thought that was funny. Uh, you know, like she, she definitely like, it's like, nope, don't bring that with you. <laughs> don't, don't bring it home. Not, at first when she's, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say not the bows, but I guess because the bows don't like pierce anything. Oh, they actually said the arrows and spears. Sorry. Yeah, so the yeah, that's what I'm. Spears. Yeah, yeah, you said arrows and spears, but I was like, oh, not the bows, but I think it's because they didn't pierce anything, I guess. But man, I feel like spears. Like, what if you had like a special custom spear? Like, you yeah, know, the you know, side quest you do in the beginning of the game where you're getting like that kid's mom's spear or whatever. Spear back, yeah. yeah. Like, oh man, this <laughs> yeah, is mom's. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, that that would definitely that would definitely suck. But yeah, she's like, yeah, you make sure you leave that here. It's nasty now. <laughs> uh so you can talk to Sona one more time. Uh she tells Ava she's a skilled warrior and she and that Ross trained her well. So Sona knew Rost, right? And you know, she she says that she knew that Ross was a good man. So Ava was like, Do you know why he got outcast? And she's like, Nope, only the matriarchs. She's like, that's what I keep hearing. <laughs> you know, so that's got to be getting frustrating. So we can also talk to Varl. And Varl, you know, he's sad to see Aloy go. And he says, you know, it'd be good to see you again. It's probably the way he says it, though, is like he's kind of getting a little sweet on her, you know. I that's actually, the way he says it. I didn't talk to them. I oh, really? You just yeah. left? <laughs> I was like, all right, peace. <laughs> 
Yeah, like you can definitely talk. To, it's, like, he, I, I, he, it's the way he says it. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm, only, I'm just saying that because it'd be nice to see you again. Like, yeah, I'm sure. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's real life. He'd be blushing right now. So, but that actually completes Revenge of the Nora. So after, now you've, you've gotten revenge for the, the kill. Well, kind of, sort of gotten revenge for the, you know, what happened at, at uh, the proving. And um, now you can move. We're going to be moving on. Well, actually, we're not. We're not going to be moving on right now to a secret at the gates because that's the next main quest. So that's the other main quest you have. Uh, what we're going to do now is I think we're going to we're going we're to talk about bandit camps for for a couple minutes here because on your way, actually, pretty close to the gates of the embrace, you meet someone uh, named Nil. Like actually, if you're just following the path directly to the massacre site. You run into Nell. There's danger ahead, girl. Danger for you, Outlander. This is Noraland. Yes, yes, yes. Trespass is forbidden on pain of death. Strange phrase, the pain of death. See? This one's in no pain at all. Who was he? A thief. Slaver, a killer. The kind that give honest killers a bad name. <sighs> Fral told me there would be bandit ambushes on the road. Well, it's not all good news. They don't always come to you. Most dig out a camp, and there they'll sit like spoil on meat. Unless someone does something about it? I like you. Follow the trail of smoke on the other side of the ruins. I'll be there. So he runs that... Oh, so he warns Aloy that there's danger ahead, but she warns him that the danger is for him because he's not Nora. She's like, what you doing here? You're in the wrong, you know, you're in the wrong part of town. And um, it looks like if you look on the ground before he came to him, it looks like he just killed a bandit. He said that the bandit tried to uh, ambush him. Varl's like, oh, yeah, Varl told him. No, Varl, sorry. Aloy says that Varl warned me about bandits along the way. And they do this, I think, because if you take a diverging path, you could run into that bandit camp on your own. And so if you just run to the bandit camp, they don't want you to just be surprised by it. But if you go straight to the massacre site, you'll definitely run into Nell first. So, so um, Nell seems he, like he wants the bandits to come after him because he wants to kill them. He says that the bandits give the killer, uh, honest killer is a bad name. You know, he says that the bandits will sit in the camp and wait. And Aloy, I forget how the conversation like flows, but Aloy is like, yeah, unless somebody comes and does something, comes and does something about it, right? And he gives her the location of the bandit camp and tells her to meet him there. So that's that. This is how, this is how the game introduces introduces you to bandit camp. So I think I hit the massacre site first, but between the massacre site, actually, you know what? I think I did this after I did the first camp. After I did the first um, the camp at Devil's Thirst, and I believe the bandit camp is not far from there, and that's why I, I slid down and did that. Yeah, that's the same thing for you. Yeah, exactly what I did. So that's why when I did the set, that's why I was completely terrible in the first camp um, and then did even better on the next ones. Because like this one, I did a little bit more experimenting on on how the game actually works. Yeah, (laughs) I'm sure that's helpful. Yeah, there's a stark (laughs) difference between you not being able to, you know, stealth the first camp and then being able to completely kill everybody silently (laughs) in, in the next three camps. So this is the the gap that happened in between that gave uh gave Christina a skill. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so um once you get to the the camp at Devil's Thirst, you know, you talk to Nell again. I'm glad you came. You're glad. Why? Call it a shared interest. And call me Nell. Look there, those old rocks. A bandit clan squats on them. Disturb the rocks and they'll come wiggling out. Worms that they are. Bandits. Why have they come here? The Nora are in trouble, and rumors spread like blood. With no braves to guard the border, killers hungry for sport slip right through. My partner and I shadowed these scum for days. Good tracker, but he went on ahead without me. We talked about this kind of behavior. Still, I understand. Leave it too long, your fingers itch for the bowstring. Say... How about you and I work together? Kill them all. I don't know you. 
And I have no reason to trust you. Trust is a rare egg to find, isn't it? I'm just a traveler, with a bow, concern about the state of these lands, and a missing partner. I don't think you're just anything at all. Hmm. Let me put it another way. Are you a bandit? Of course not. Then you have nothing to fear from. All right. Someone has to stop them from hurting others. And we will. We'll stop them from doing anything. Safe screen. Go ahead and take the lead. I look forward to seeing what you're capable of. Nil, he's kind of, he feels kind of weird. To be honest with you, like the conversations that you have with him between now and, uh, you know, I guess all throughout the whole game, like he just really likes killing. I think he explains a bit more to, like after this, after this camp, he explains a bit more about why he's doing what he's doing. But when you talk to Nell, you can agree to partner with him or you can say, no, you don't want to partner with him. But I don't think it makes a difference because he just follows you around. He doesn't do anything if you partner with him. Did you partner with him or no? I did. I don't. He did do something when I was partnered with him. I tried to roll away and he got in the way and blocked me. So. That's because you're supposed to be going toward the killers. That's why. He's supposed to be going toward the bandits. He was helping uh, his feature. That was my mistake. Yeah. So don't roll away from them. Roll toward them. <laughs> <laughs> so they're captives and there's an alarm in the camp. Now, this alarm is different. This alarm, like this alarm, is like more organic, I guess you can say. Like, um, it has like liquid in it. The other, the in the other camps, well, the camps that we did as a part of the main quest, those were like ele- electrical alarms that you had to short out. These, like, you got to puncture it and drop the juice out of it, and you're you're done. But take it, it's not instant, right? Like, it takes like a, a second for you to actually disarm the alarm. I didn't disarm this one either. Oh yeah. In this case, like you can take out the alarm, uh, you can get the captives. Um, I th- I can't remember if the captives help you or not. I didn't I even can't, rescue. I honestly can't remember. I just took out the camp. I did what I did in the other ones. <laughs> but the thing is, I because I was still learning how the game works. Like I did alert people, and there were people chasing me. Nobody sounded the alarm. Nobody. I don't know if they will kill the captives, but nobody killed the captives. I just kind of ran away, and then. It was good. <laughs> I don't think they killed the captives, but like I've definitely in other camps had some people running toward the alarms. Like I've definitely had people running toward the alarms. So, but this I mean, this is the first camp, and the game knows this is going to be the first camp for you. So it's 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 really it's pretty easy to stealth the, the entire camp. The enemy sight lines don't cross much. I will say like there's like a it's weird because it's like you can work your way just inside the. Uh, the camp like actually if you make your way in if you stealth all the way inside you could just kill everybody on a circle like path going outside because that's how it's set up you have the inner people you kill them then you kill the next ring of people then you kill them then you kill people on the outside that's it so but uh once you do clear that camp there's somebody who wants to speak to you it's 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 an outcast i forget his name though i meant to write it down and i forgot john but a is it john yeah like j-o-m i think i have it written down i think that's what it is we're going to go with John because right. I don't have it written down and you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's an outcast and he's happy that you cleared the camp because the bandits were harassing other outcasts. He's like, we're just outcasts. You know, we're not braves. We can't really fight them off. So uh, they're actually a group of outcasts, which is not supposed to happen because outcasts aren't supposed to talk to each other. They're still Nora. They're just outcasts. Uh, so John, he, he convinced the other outcasts to speak to him because he, I think he said something like, you know, we were sentenced to be outcasts, not sentenced to die or sentenced to death. So he convinced them to talk and now they live together. And so he asked if they can stay in the newly cleared camp in because, because, you know, if the matriarchs found out there would be big trouble. I, I don't know if the matriarchs would send like a sweeper team out there or something like that, but, but uh, they don't want the matriarchs to know. So Eloy obviously said, yeah, it's fine. No problem. So, after that, you do get to go to speak to Nil again. And Aloy tells uh, Nil that she didn't find his partner. Because Nil did talk about that he had a partner um, earlier. And that he went to this bandit camp. And Nil might have thought that he was there. But he doesn't seem too broken up about it. He's like, oh, he probably died. You know, He shouldn't have <laughs> went ahead by himself, essentially. Yeah, because I right? think he said his partner is a scouter or something. So the right. partner is the scouter and he's the killer. 
Oh, yeah. So she asks more about Nil. She finds out that he used to be a soldier, but there was no war to fight. So now he makes opportunities to kill people. So he's basically just hunting bandits because, uh, yeah, he, he wants somebody to kill. And he says he won't hunt the machines because they don't get their, that look in their eyes. <laughs> you know, they're about to kill. You'll be, be killed. So he hunts bandit for sport. And he said he could do it because nobody cares if you kill bandits. It's like if you kill, um, you know, I think he said if you kill like regular people, uh, you know, people get upset. Or if you kill other soldiers, people get upset about that. If you kill the animals or if you hunt animals, people get mad about that. But nobody cares if you kill bandits, which is true. Nobody cares if you kill a bandit. Yeah, I think with <laughs> the know. animals, he said that people get mad if you don't use all of the parts. Because like people all will right. like use it for eating and clothing and all of that. So. Right. So uh, now. After that, there's a vantage point nearby, and this is what me and Christine were talking about earlier, that if you hit that vantage point, that place, that bandit camp used to be a museum, and the narrator, he vandalized it as a kid. So, this kid got around, man. Yeah. Because every place you go, he has a story. (laughs) My dad worked here. I vandalized this place. I went this place for sporting events. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're in just like a standard town, though, like it's kind of far for us. But when you have cars. I I guess so. Yeah, true. That that is very true. I don't know how far Colorado Springs is from Denver, though. I'm pretty sure Denver Stadium is in Denver, right? I don't (laughs) know. The the New York Giants Stadium is in North Jersey. So who knows? But that's not called the New York Giants Stadium. It's the Meadowlands. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, it would be different if it was like the New York Giants Stadium or the New York Jets Stadium, but it's not. It's the Meadowlands. So, but this is, this is the Denver, this is Denver Stadium, which actually, I don't even know. Actually, to be honest with you, I don't know what stadium the Broncos play. I don't know if they play in Denver Stadium. They probably don't. They probably, the Denver Stadium is probably just a, a placeholder for whatever stadium the Broncos actually play in, because I don't know what the name of the stadium is the Broncos play in. I don't. Oh, is it Mile High? Is it, hold on a second. It's Mile High Stadium or something like that. We're about to find out right now on this podcast. <laughs> I only know local sports things because I live in local areas. That's not duh. Um, I don't oh, know anything about. It's uh, Empower Field at Mile High. That's where the Denver Broncos play. I thought it used to be called the Mile High Stadium, but maybe uh, I don't live in Denver. I don't live anywhere near denver so i'll just say this has in power field at mile high so okay uh but yeah i think that's uh that's gonna that's gonna wrap up uh this episode how how are you feeling getting getting that done getting the revenge of the nora finished uh it felt good i feel like i can play this game now uh (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> i was struggling i did i don't know if i said this on the last episode but i did change my gameplay style a bit um i'm using my macro pad instead of the the keyboard and it's been very very helpful to use a joystick essentially for my thumb so yeah i mean i'm pretty sure it is like i do know that so when i'm controlling aloy i don't have a problem the only problems I kind of come into coming with is when I'm right. It was when, when I'm riding things like when I'm when I'm riding a mount is when it can get a bit annoying. But when I'm actually controlling a and fighting now, nah, I'm good. I, I just I really hope I can adjust back once Forbidden West comes out because, you know, it's, it's going to be a place. It's going to console exclusive. And I'm uh, not going to wait for it. Yeah, you're I'm not right. going to wait for it to come on. Uh, yeah, that's going to be the only thing is, is getting readjusted to that. It's fine. The game's going to have like a tutorial and everything. So it's they're not going to throw you right into it. Well, you're going to be playing on hards probably. So <laughs> I don't know. It depends how how quickly we need to get through each section <laughs> to get to, to, through the show. So. But um, yeah, on the next mission, on the next mission, sorry, on the next episode, we're actually not going to hop directly into um, a seeker. Oh, man, I can't remember the name of the actual quest right now. Went to the secret quest. A secret at the gates. There we go. Uh, better notes. Need better notes. <laughs> um, we're not going to hop directly into a secret at the gate. We're actually going to clean up some of the side quests in the area because a secret at the gates, I'm pretty sure that's a pretty linear quest. Like you, you hit, you hit the, the, the first area, which is mother's 
another mother city. Crown? Mother's Crown. There we go. And then you go, you know, toward the final, you hit these two corrupted zones and then you go actually hit Daybreak. So what we're going to do is we're going to, in the next episode or two, we're actually going to hit a bunch of the side quests because there are uh, a couple side quests. Uh, they're like, it's like, a, what do you call it? Is it a Russian doll egg or something like that of side quests? Like you, you go into one side quest, it brings another side quest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's uh, the ne- the nested Russian doll. Oh, nesting uh, dolls? Nesting dolls. There we go. So we gotta do, we'll deal with that, uh, clear out some of the side quests. We're going to hit our first cauldron. So I know Christine is excited to talk about Woo. that because that was an exciting chat we had. <laughs> I may or may not have messaged him in a panic, <laughs> but it's fine. Yeah, so we're gonna t- do the first. We're gonna talk about the first cauldron. Uh, meet a new machine. So within the next two episodes, we're we're gonna be doing that, and then we're gonna head. Uh, we're gonna do the quest to secret at the gates. All right, just to keep you know, everybody abreast of what is happening. So, uh, but with that though, I like to thank everybody for listening. Uh, if you want to keep up with what's going on with this show and Mashless Buttons in general, you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash the Mash Network. That is the main Mashless Buttons Twitter account. Uh, Christina, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at S'mores Pop-Tart. I'm also on a podcast called Wondrous Tales. Talks about 14, Final Fantasy 14 <laughs> content, just 14 content. The number 14 is pretty sick. Um, no, <laughs> Final Fantasy 14 It's double content. sevens. It's two, Yes. <laughs> um yeah so we talk about everything about the game um and you can find that on the mash network as well all right and you can find me on twitter at jostradamus and you can also find me streaming sometimes at twitch.tv slash mash those buttons that's the official mash those buttons twitch channel uh we'd love to have you join our discord community which is mash.gg slash discord and uh we encourage everybody to uh Contact the podcast with comments and questions. You can do so either on the Discord. We are, we're going to have um, channels dedicated for this show. You can also reach out to us on Twitter, or you can just uh, email us directly at contact.mash.gg. If you en- uh, enjoy the show and you want to help us out, one of the best ways to do it is to share the show with others and also to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast platform of choice. If you want to take your support a bit further, you can check us out at mtb.gg slash support, and you can see all the ways you can support Matches Buttons. And, you know, we have a Patreon with Teespring Store. You can drop a Twitch sub if you want to. Uh, we have Humble Bundle affiliate links. If you buy a game through our affiliate link uh, at no extra charge, we do get a little bit of money for that. So thank you. And then also a one-time PayPal donation is also available. And I encourage everyone to stay tuned after the show to hear more about Matches Buttons. And with that, we're done for this episode. We will see you next episode. See ya. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 